This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. We are the Sinful Ladies. Join Miss Sin and Lady Croft as we talk about all the sinful subjects you can think of. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Welcome to the lovely Sinful Ladies podcast. I almost just blurted out something else because I'm obviously I'm not here. <laughs> and for all of you who do not know, this is our take two because for some reason we had a shit show going on beforehand. So we're going to try this again. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Sometimes we just have to do that reset yes. moment and just try again. Reset, take a breath. You know, you know It's totally Get okay. all the giggles out or something. <laughs> Yeah. So, hi everybody. This is Lady Croft, <laughs> and I'm Miss Sin. <laughs> and, like, and like we said, welcome to our shit show. That's it's great. great. Yes, you know, we have them. It's unfortunate, we, we but do. we do. You know what? Though it's okay because we don't have them all that often. Mm. I say that, and then I'm sitting here thinking Don and Gabe would be looking at us right now, going, mm-hmm. "We could tell you something different." <laughs> but that's why they're not here right now. Yeah, and and see the thing the thing is is I know Don well enough, and I know some of the shows we go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tonight, guys, we're going to be talking about um, something a little more on the kink side. Uh, we're going to be so all you lifestyle people, hang in there because <laughs> this can, is some things can. Go yes, in some there. of some of the stuff we're going to talk about can yeah. um, translate to um, yes, lifestyle. Um, so we're going to be talking about subs um, and submissives and bottoms and how do you find a good top or a dom. Um, how do you vet profiles, et cetera? And then we're also going to be talking about active bottoming in a scene and what that means. Yes. So. And, um, and with that, though, if we don't touch on every little piece of it, don't hold it against us. We'll be touching on more things later as we go. I mean, this exactly. is just, just a kind of a little foot in the door. And if exactly, it's just an overview. We're not yeah. going to get into the, you know, absolute details on every single little, little thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit the major points, mm-hmm. you know, and then if you guys have questions, please feel free to email us, tweet okay. us, you know, send us a DM on Instagram, you know, let yep. us know. Love to hear from you guys. Of course. We'd love to talk to people. Oh, yeah. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> Most days. That's the very true. The only reason I say that is because some days, like today, my brain and my words we're not together. Yeah, it's not. And I had a client today that legit told me, oh, I've not seen this side of you, Sin. Uh, what is this? And I'm like, um, this is me on a daily basis. And you just finally, after, what, four or five years, something like that, got to see me in my full brain foggy type brain mouth. There was a delay, but yet there wasn't. Oh, yeah. This is the part where I told her, I said, where some people have asked me if I was from New York and lost my accent because I can talk nine miles next to nothing. And half the time I do not say all of my words. And about that time, my mother-in-law had walked in and she's like, oh, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like, I've learned, I've learned to understand her. <laughs> Well, you know, I've got brain fog too, so it it happens. And there are days that you just, you just, you know, you're sitting there <laughs> reaching for your words, and you're like, I know the word, I know the like earlier, I couldn't find figure out the word disclaimer, 
and I was sitting here and I was looking at sin and I'm like, and I was it's like, the thing, internship. you know, the thing, <laughs> you know, and she's looking at me like, what? And yeah. So, I knew the word too, but I couldn't think of it. All I could think of was internship and that it wasn't. Yeah. And that went, yeah. Mm-mm. You and I both knew what I was talking about, mm-hmm. but neither of us could think of the word. Right. So. Words are hard. Exactly. <laughs> so for our first topic today, we're going to be talking again about um, how do you find a good top and dom? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're a sub or a bottom. Now, when we're talking about subs and bottoms, those two terms can sometimes be used interchangeably, but mm-hmm. not all the time. Right. So for me, I'm a submissive, which means that, you know, I am the person who is you know, on the receiving end, a lot of times of things, because I am, I don't want to be in charge of the scene. I don't want to make the decisions like, no, no, I'll leave that up to my dominant, my top, whoever, you you know, you can go. Right. Um, but when we say bottoming, what we mean is someone who is on the receiving end of that particular scene. They may not identify as a submissive. Mm-hmm. So for example, it's like with you with rope. Yes. I, I am more of a bottom on that. I'm not on a submissive side I'm not doing anything what a submissive would, would which would be is their communication between the dom and the sub it's where you know for example with you you may have to refer to your dominant as master or mm-hmm. daddy or daddy whatever or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be it would just be a bottom where we've worked out hey I want to do this scene and since I'm a rope bunny then the person I, the top that I am with ties and it, that's basically what it is. Our communication is how are we tying? How is this going to go? What's the deal type of thing? And because I am not a submissive at all. I am no. anything a dominant. And, and so it, you are definitely alpha female. Yes. And so I, I stick with the bottoming and I, you know, I'm pretty selective of who, I bottom with because I, for one, being that rope is the only thing that I do, I need to know what your tie skills are. I need to know who you have tied with, who you have trained with, how far mm-hmm. are you in your training, what do you really know, what is a consistent tie. So you do your due diligence, as you have said, and mm-hmm. and and researched. So exactly, that's your key right there is research. I- exactly, exactly. So now when most people are kind of getting into the kink world, um, a lot of times they'll find that life, which right. is the main website um, that a lot of people are on. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're female and a sub, and you have put in your profile that you are looking for a dominant, a daddy, a master, a top, whatever, you are going to be inundated with messages from guys and pictures yes and And solicited pictures yes (laughs) and not always very nice messages either Mm -mm. um so that can be rather overwhelming especially if if you put on their sub because some of them automatically want to go into that dominant role before you've even negotiated anything or you even met you haven't even met them you don't even know if that's something you want from that person or exactly and then they come in and they're like okay well you're going to be my slave and you're going to call me master and you're going to do this and no 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 no. it's not quite how that works so with that that can be rather overwhelming so we're going to talk about how do you vet And kind of weed through Mm -hmm. those messages to try and kind of narrow it down a little bit. Because if you are looking, you know, typically you're excited. You know, you want to find that relationship. You want to, you know, reach out and connect with people because you want that, you know, dynamic in your life. But we want to make sure that when you're doing that, that you are 
being safe about it. Right. And that you aren't rushing into something that could potentially end badly for you. Right. So, which I'm going to mm-hmm. jump in here. Um, vetting. Let's let's talk about that word for one second. Yes. I, I went and got the actual definition. Ooh, so yes. those of can know. Mm-hmm. It's the process of thoroughly investigating an individual. And I like the word investigating. Oh, I do too. I, I kind of use the word being stalkerish, but I'm like, that's not necessarily. But investigating individual, company, or the, the entity before making a decision going toward on a joint project or... Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, it would be a dynamic. Dynamic, you know? yes. And it's it's that process of reviewing those people, of going, okay, this is the one I want to go with because they do this over that or this over that. And mm-hmm. this person over here doesn't do rope, but I want my dominant or my top to do rope and um, flogging skills. Or I yep. want my, my dominant to be... I want my dominant to be a daddy who's going uh-huh. to want to take care of me. I don't want a sadist, you right. know, things or, like Or that. master slave or exactly. type of thing. So it depends on what you're looking for on how you proceed with the next vetting process of that. Exactly. And the first part would be, like you said, to start weeding through and going through and say, okay, well, this one, this particular email caught my attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go into that profile and I'm going to start reading through exactly. and seeing what they offer. And don't and just skim the profile. No, you read ladies. that thing. Like re- read the whole thing, you know, because especially I've, I found with some dominance they will have a very 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 long about me section on fed and at the very beginning it seems like it's all kind of i don't know like flowers and bunnies and you know it's all it's all it, yeah it's it's, it's 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 all sweet and cute but then you get towards the end and they're talking about how they want a master slave dynamic and if you've read this far then you and you message me back then you're going to want this dynamic and I, I i'm interpreting this as you're accepting this and da, 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 da. so that's why it's important to read the whole profile yes not only that take a look at what pictures they have yes okay do they have pictures of themselves pictures of or is it just their cock out there is it just their dick i mean even even their dick i'd rather take you know have a picture of their dick over a picture of all these other women on their profile right or them actively in a in a scene picture exactly yes like that you see them participating right or because that over memes right because uh, memes i think on a profile memes do not need to be there i think some of them are funny yes i do and I think they're great, but not very many. I mean, no, I'm it thinking, shouldn't be all of it. Because no. to me, if you don't have a single picture of yourself at all as a public, now I'm not saying show your face, okay? And like, I'm, I'm not saying we need to see a face picture, but at least have like a body shot or something or, 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 or the backside of you in an action. Exactly. Like, you know, could it be like, you know, a side profile where you just see the back of their head, but then you see, you know. You can tell that it's you when you actually yeah. meet that person. It, again, it's... My my question always is, if they don't have a single picture on their profile, what are you hiding? Right. Because to me, you're hiding something. Is it you're insecure about your physical appearance? Is it that, I mean, just what, right. what, what is it? Like, because to me, that that's a red flag for me. Right. When I go and, up and, and I look at things. it could be a red flag for a lot of people. And I'm going to state this now. This is my opinion I think it's a it's a good opinion, but this is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything we say, guys, is just our opinion and our we're thoughts. just yeah. But what I'm gonna say is for anyone, not just women, but women, make sure you listen because that is who 
we are and that's who we deal with and that's how we know listen to your gut yes you don't want your gut to punch you because they will it will and it'll tell you i tried to warn you mm-hmm. bitch i tried to warn you <laughs> you know but or if it's even if a guy if this girl seems shady and something just kind of makes you uneasy listen to your gut yep and i only say that out of the utmost respect for people but if you have a feeling about something and you are unsure what it is don't go into this going okay i'm going to keep my red flag right here and see it and then put yourself in a situation into which you shouldn't be in right don't make yourself vulnerable to that person if your gut is telling you something's wrong yes yes because you can you can you can get gut punched real easy by yourself and if you're not listening Mm-hmm. Then your guts eventually just go, I tried to warn you. Yep. I tried to warn you, bitch. I tried. Yep. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, is when you're looking at their profile, um, I've heard Dawn say this quite a lot, go and take a look at their friends. Yes. You know? Take a look at the friends and look at, at their groups. Mm-hmm. You know, what groups do they participate in? Or even their pictures and to see if this mm-hmm. person is in any of those as well mm-hmm. because of the fact that then, okay, wait a minute. These people are actually kind of proud to, and you know what? It doesn't hurt to reach out to some of those people in there. Yes, definitely. So, so I and I've worked with um, a dom when I first got in the lifestyle or lifestyle, the kink world. <laughs> um, this particular guy, lifestyle. yeah, he reached out to me, and um, we met up. We did some um, light impact and things like that. Um, we, you know did things off and on for about you know maybe six to nine months and this particular gentleman was very nice you know to me my issue with him though was outside of scening because he was terrible at communicating i mean absolutely terrible i we would try and plan a scene and he would say okay well let's do you know tuesday at four o'clock and i'd say okay great and then tuesday morning i'd message him hey are we still on i would hear nothing and so then we would have to reschedule. And so I just, I got fed up with that. For because, me, after twice you'd done. Because <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, you said you wanted, you know, this. I said I wanted this. We both agreed on a date and a time. And and now yeah, I'm chasing like, you every time. Yeah, like, this is this is ridiculous. So things ended. But about a year ago, he messaged me on FET and said, hey, um, I am in negotiation with a potential sub and she's asking for references. Would you be willing to provide a reference? And I was like, of course, you know, I would. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave her a very honest opinion of him. I said, you know, um, as a top, he was great. We didn't have a formal, you know, dom sub relationship or anything like that. I said, but um, as a top, he was great. Um, you know, in the scene, mm-hmm. in the moment, I said, my only complaint with him was that, again, communication outside of of the scene right because trying to get him to communicate with me i felt like it was like pulling teeth and i told her that i said you know like i had no complaints about him except for that right and she was like thank you very much for your honesty you know and i was like well this is what we're supposed to be here for so if you are interested with someone you've looked at their profile you've messaged them back you've kind of started talking ask them if they've been in dynamics before and mm-hmm. if they said yes ask them do you mind if i reach out to your you know mm-hmm. previous you know partners in those dynamics mm-hmm. and if their answer is no my question would be why mm-hmm. 
And it needs to be more than, well, we ended on bad terms. Because then why did you end on bad terms? Because And and even so, why did you and your last dynamic end, period? Exactly. Not not even if it was on bad terms, but what was the case? Yeah. Was it and someone, you know, wanted to get married to someone else that wasn't in the, you know, mm-hmm. dynamic or, you know, like, what was it? Or even if it was on bad terms, I want to hear how you speak of another person. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, that, and that's why it's like, okay, well, you ended on bad terms. What happened? I need you to tell me why. Is it bad terms as in, okay, we were just n- not compatible in these ties or or in this scene, you know, or... You was know, it, you know, like they weren't communicating with you mm-hmm. and, you know, they were bottling everything up and then just exploding on you? Like, what what was what it? What was it? Mm-hmm. You know, and again, and like, like you said, hearing how they speak of mm-hmm. their um, former partner is a very big um Because even if it clue. was bad... There should be some good out of any dynamic. There should always be some kind of good. And if it ends bad, it it doesn't always mean that that person is bad. It just could mean that those two two people together at that time just were not good. Or your personalities are toxic for each other. Mm -hmm. There's maybe, for example, there's it could be that one thing that I just do all the time is a trigger to this person and it brought out a negative side in him. And it doesn't mean that he's a bad person. No. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means that we weren't meshing up well. Exactly. Even though the chemistry might have been hot during a scene or something, it doesn't mean that... that so, so when they're actively looking, when someone's actively looking, if you come to them and just say, you know... It it ended because of whatever, and, and and if you can be honest about it, well, just 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 because, um, because she's a bitch or whatever. No, I don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, because again, that that's going okay. You you want to know that the person that you're with is going to be mature enough to be able to say, okay, you know what? Well, we we both had our issues, and you know, like we just didn't get along very well. Um, Sometimes it's just time to move on. Yeah. You know, but if they're going to insult their previous partner and call them names like mm-hmm. bitch, the C word that I hate to say. There's um, only a few times I like to say that one. And that's generally you've got you've got to be one mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. No, I, I like I, the closest I usually get to calling it is see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's always good to ask. And, you know, when you are talking with someone about that. Not only asking for references from past play partners, but taking a look at their groups again. If they're active in the community, mm-hmm. okay, that's a big one. And and you know, and also defining what they they think is active in the community versus what you think is active in a community. It, exactly, because they might think active in the community means that they participate in a community event once a year, or 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 I'm in chat groups. Yeah, but they don't actually go out to events. Right. So you need to talk about, okay, well, I see that you're involved or that you're in this group, you know, for, you know, this Wichita group and this Kansas City group, you know, like, have you been to events? What's going on there? And if they say that, yes, they've been to events, reach out to those group leaders, those community leaders Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm, you know, interested in talking or I'm talking with this person. And what do you know of them? What what's their reputation in the community? Mm-hmm. Because most community leaders are going to be very open with you because they want to keep everybody safe as well. And they're not going to turn down a request for basically a reference for this particular person. And they'll be honest, too. If they don't know this person or they right. don't remember this person, they'll say, well, 
I can't really give you any information because I don't, I've never really seen this person. I may have met them, but I don't remember. Right. You know, because they don't, they don't come out to events and that's okay. But it's also a good thing to keep in mind if the person that you're talking with has said, oh, I go to events every week. And then you talk with the community leader and the community leader says, I don't know them. Right. Because hmm. there's a little bit of a disconnect. You need to ask some more questions. Yeah. Or or can you tell me where you're at? What what events you go to? So mm-hmm. I can, you know. And then th- that's that's another thing, too, is go out to events. Go out mm-hmm. and, and watch. And, and, you know, most times when you are at an event, the admins there, you can go to any of them and say, hey, I am interested in this. And it could be... Yeah, I'm interested in someone to do wax play or, with or me. Or anything. Or I, I'm really into this whole water sports type thing. Mm-hmm. Who do you know that would be good? Or, or And if you see someone doing it, then go, what do you know about this person? How, how do they normally work with their people? Mm-hmm. How, how is their dynamics? Are they pretty sound? Are they what? You know, you can, and most times admins will be like, okay, well, these people here are the ones that do this. These people commonly do this. And this one will do it every once in a while. What I've seen, they've done the research or, mm-hmm. you know what? This one is still needs some more training. Yeah, th- this one's still kind of brand new. Right. Like they just started flogging last week. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you go and learn flogging from them. Right. Or you or know, things be a like bottom that. unless you guys. I mean, it's okay because somebody's got to start somewhere. Exactly. But, but just know that okay, if I'm going to bottom with you, I may want another top there with us until you become comfortable with mm-hmm. where I want you and I'll, I, I mean I, I'm, some people are willing to be that new person for them but if you're not looking for a, a new or someone who's just started flogging because you know that you're going to have to get through practice and, mm-hmm. and it's okay sometimes you're like okay we can I can be your bottom if if this particular yeah, will help train you yeah, or, or you can ask an admin hey well if I ask this, you know, new person to flog me because I find them really super attractive and I really like them so much, would you come and just, you know, supervise the scene mm-hmm. just to make sure that I'm safe? Or, or, or even to make sure, you know, that they don't hit in the wrong spot. Exactly. You know? you know, or that you can be like, hey, OK, you do know that don't forget that we can't hit here and here because there's issues mm-hmm. or whatever you know yep or saying you know we got to avoid the lower back because that's where kidneys are right. we need to avoid you know right and things like that now i do recommend if you're new to an event or the whole kink side of things period never go in to an event expecting to be in a scene right then and there exactly watch and learn see who does what it is you don't want to be like oh he's hot and i want him to flog me and he's never flogged before in his life but he's like but he's like oh man you're really hot i really want to do this so we're gonna do it It, yeah and the biggest thing too is you need to communicate and negotiate you can't walk in and go i want you to flog me and expect that person to necessarily know what you like what you don't like and if you've never experienced it before, tell them that. Yes. I would really like to experience impact. I would like, I don't know exactly what I would like because I've never mm-hmm. had this done before, but it's a fantasy of mine. I want to try it out. Right. You know, be, be open with that person because if you just say I want impact and you don't tell them that this is your first time, they may, you know, take it that you are an experienced mm-hmm. bottom 
and receiver of impact and they may go a little harder right then you and know you, you would like know. You and you say, may not like that oh my gosh no and then all of a sudden that's put you off impact because well i don't like it that hard I, that that was too much for me or or to know that you can you can then call a scene and say no that's too much but two and just from watching don it's one of those things where or or being married to him mm-hmm. knowing too okay when you say impact what does that mean from you does that mean the floggers that have the thud, mm-hmm. the floggers that have the sting. How hard do you want any of those? Mm-hmm. Do you are like you, are caning? you wanting paddles, paddles, canings? You know all the be- things. Yeah, because again, it's you could say yes. I want, I want you to, I want you to, to beat me, so to say. And he's like, okay, well, what does this mean? And I know he'll break it down to, okay, I need to know how hard are you like with me. If I was into pain, there would be no way that you could do half of that to me because my skin will not allow it. Mm-hmm. And when I say my skin will allow it, I I bruise almost instantly. And if it's too much, in depending on what, what material you use, it could cut me. Mm-hmm. I'm not about cutting. Yep. And some people, it's okay if it cuts their skin. Yeah, some people are, are, are into that. They're, right. they're like, you know, the, the more pain, the better. If it draws blood, great. To each but, their own. But that doesn't mean that that's necessarily everybody's thing. Right. And and I know me, you could do it once and my body may go, hell no, bitch, no. <laughs> you know, so it you have to, and you have to be able to talk and say, okay, if I cry because it hurts, I need you to keep going because mm-hmm. this is my mechanism to enjoy this pain. Exactly. Or if I start laughing, it's not you. This is my enjoyment from the pain. Mm-hmm. I need you to know that this, again, too, is being an active bottom, which we will get more into a little bit. But you need to be able to communicate this with them because they can't be a better dom, a better top, uh, a good or even great, any mm-hmm. of those. Unless you are being active with them, unless you are talking and communicating and well, and especially if you're getting into this for the first time, communicating with an experienced person can be intimidating. Let's back that up. Comprehensive communication. Yes. Is what you, and I say this all the time in, in any oh yes podcast, but it has to be comprehensive because when I say if it hurts, it's okay. What does hurt mean to you? Because what hurt means to Betty it, Boop over it's, here. It's just like the color red. When I say, when I, yeah, we've talked about before. Like when I say the color red, I might be thinking of candy apple red. And I'm going to be thinking of the, of the ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. And those are two different colors reds. Are you thinking of stoplight red? Are you thinking of, you know, dark blood red? Like what, right. what, what kind of red are you talking about? And, and you can't say, well, I was only calling this red and, and that just still means go. No, no. I mean, or, or the, yeah. just the whole, the whole, I want it harder. Okay, well, how, it, how hard is hard to you? Because that could be completely different from mm-hmm. Betty Boop to, to, to oh, uh, whoever. It, well, it, exactly. I mean, you know, people can. Me versus you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's oh, a yeah. whole different story. Exactly. Well, and then too, when you're talking to someone who has their own equipment, Okay, so you're talking to, a, you know, a, someone who does impact or someone who does rope 
or someone right. who does fire cupping, um, someone who, who has their own equipment. They bring their own equipment to something. Um, you need to make sure that that equipment is being well cared for because that's also going to tell you kind of how what kind of top they are, okay, which is, which is a big thing. So if mm-hmm. you've been talking to someone who's doing rope, and you come for your first session and they pull out a tangled gigantic knot of rope <laughs> and they have to spend the first 40 minutes untangling everything. OK, that to me is a red flag going, OK, you know, like, is this just because this happened the last time or is right. this because you don't care for your rope? You know, now, does that, you, you know, if you're at an event and you just saw Don do some kind of rope event mm-hmm. and and you see like this pile of rope off to the mm-hmm. side and you know that you're next and you know that you're next or you're two down the line yeah. know that don's going to take care of whatever and he's going to get it prepared for the next person he's just not gonna be like okay i'm yeah. gonna try to cipher through this while you're half hanging in the air well and you know he also won't sit down and tie it all back up and throw it back in his bag no you know but if you're the first person that he's seening with Mm -hmm. and he pulls out a bag and it's just full of tangled rope it'd be like uh you okay what you doing over there yeah like i i think both of us would be like are you feeling okay like i would have been like what happened (laughs) did someone get in your bag yeah like what happened because this is this is not you right but and same with people with you know impact things and how are they taking care of their stuff exactly how are they taking care of stuff because to me how you take care of your stuff is how you're going to take care of me after the Mm -hmm. scene is a good indication which you know is a whole nother thing that's part of being active too is what happens after a scene Mm -hmm. um which you know it's about halfway time so we can just kind of segue (laughs) into our our active bottoming section yes um of tonight's program (laughs) which which there's a lot of ways of being active and i've i have seriously thought about teaching some classes on this i think you would be great at teaching some active bottoming classes honestly because we do need active and when i say active we're going to use rope for an instance tonight right and and we're going to explain the difference between what active bottoming is and being a passive bottom right so to me what a passive bottom is is you are just there the scene is happening to you you are not really necessarily participating in the scene you are just letting it happen so i i put that onto as if you are, if, say, for example, you come to a rope class and Don's teaching rope and he's needing you just to be still and be there for a moment while he shows how this particular tie, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a scene, you need to be active. And even somewhat to teaching, you know, if someone's teaching. But for the most part, acting, active bottoms the key word being active not so much that like if you're trying to tie that mm-hmm. okay he's struggling because you're fidgety no 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 yes there's there's differences so and and i, I kind of wrote down a list of things for me when i say active bottoming okay it for me it's about being aware of your own body okay in the scene so if you're being tied mm-hmm. or if you're having impact done or you're having fire cupping done or, you know, any kind of scene, you're aware of your body and you're aware of, you know, okay, mm, this doesn't quite feel right. Right. And then again, being able to comprehensively communicate with your top in that moment. Sometimes it's hard when you get in your space. And it it can be, it can be very hard once you get into that, that mental subspace. 
but you still need to be able to be aware and at least attempt to communicate with your top. So if you're getting, you know, fire cupped, all right, and it feels great except for this one spot on your spine or something, you know, Mm -hmm. turning your head a little bit and saying, hey, that cup that's right there at the base of my spine, right on my tailbone, that one's really hurting. Or it's Can you on move it? My left. Yeah. It's on my right. And yeah. if you can't tell, say, I need you to tap them all until I tell you which one. Exactly. You know, being active in the fact of something's not right and I don't know where. Exactly. And as a bottom, it is okay to tell your top that something is hurting too much or is uncomfortable for you. Right. That is okay. It is not going to ruin the scene. No. Okay? It's not going they, to ruin the scene. They need to know that. And they need to know that. And they want to know that. Good tops and good doms in a scene like that, they will be upset if after the scene they find out, oh, well, that was hurting. Why didn't you tell me? I could have fixed it. You know, like I could have done something. Right. You know, because they, they want the scene to be enjoyable for you as well. It's not just a scene for the dom or the top. Mm-hmm. It's also a scene for you. Right. So It's for everybody to watch, but ultimately it's between you two exactly. to have that connection and to be able to have that enjoyment and to get you into a space that, in a, in a mental subspace that you want to be in and you mm-hmm. can't be there if something's hurting. Exactly. And, and if they can't tell. Now, like with me for, for rope, I'll give two examples here. I, well, actually, there's like three that kind of tie together. <laughs> I have this thing. My skin is sensitive. It's not an uncommon thing. But I have a thing where I say ow if it pinches my skin. And Don has learned that if I say ow just to keep going on because it's me just going ow. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he needs to stop. Doesn't mean he needs to fix anything. Just meant, oh, I I am mentally acknowledging my body is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. My body said that hurt. And I went ow. Okay, well, that's nothing I can't tolerate. Get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it bothers me, if it's hurting my skin, if it's hurting my body, I will say we need to readjust that. And, yeah. and, and, or, and it becomes, hey, this is pinching here. Can you move this up yes. or down? Can, you know? can we fix something here? And like with rope, if your lines aren't straight, it can typically be felt. It feels like one instead of four or it feels like, you know, and I'm, I'm really good about, okay, my right arm is not feeling, feeling this. And since there are nerve bundles in your arms, you have to stay away from those. And there's a certain spot that in a typical person, you would put the rope there. But me, it has to be up or down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I can typically say, hey, that needs to go down. This goes down. And I will say it before he gets too far because you don't want nothing more to be like, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. And you don't say anything. And then, and then you're in you. the air. Yeah. And, and he can't do anything about it now. Except to stop the scene and take the rope off. Right. Except for that. And so you have to be able, and that's where active is being able to say, okay, something doesn't feel right. And I've been known to do this. I'll start slipping into a subspace and I'm like, something doesn't feel right. He's, well, what doesn't feel right? I'm not sure. Something's not right. And with that, he knows that I'm having a hard time communicating because I'm in my my space, and which can be hard. Mm -hmm. So then he'll say, arms. No, it's more like my wrist. Okay. And he has to he has to then be able to physically start making me communicate because mm-hmm. I'm not thinking Yeah, because he's got to ask you more leading questions because... Because I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time when he was first learning to do rope, I would say, that doesn't feel right. He's like, what doesn't? I'm like, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, I can't fix it. And then he'd get frustrated with me because I was already slipping into my space. Well, then we learned together that, 
okay, when I say that, that there is something wrong, but I'm in a space where I cannot actively communicate, I need you to prompt me. And so we had to work through that. And But that's where a good top will take that constructive criticism and say, okay, this is something I need to work on with you because you can't communicate to me. And there's other people that can do it, but you cannot. So I need to know this is what it is. So, mm-hmm. okay, is it here? Nope. Is it here? Nope. Is it here? Oh, yes, it's somewhere in there. I don't know where. Okay, is it this side? Is it this side? Well, I've gotten two to be even more active and it's this arm and Mm -hmm. and I'll wiggle some fingers or it's this one or I'll try to say it's this shoulder or it's this, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. I I try to be in tune with where I'm at and help him get into that. Now, the one thing I will say, if you're doing rope or any kind of scene in a louder vent that typically is the big vent events mm-hmm. lots of going on you have to have a way to communicate because sometimes you cannot hear hey sometimes you cannot hear stop yep. so you have to be able to have a hand movement a hand something yes because with me there was a time where we were in an event in Dallas and I was face down in this rope he couldn't hear me because it was so loud and I was face down, my blood sugar is dropping, and I'm already starting to go, and I'm trying to say, I need you to stop, and I can't say it loud enough because the rope was constricting. And, and there were so many people around. And there were so many people, and he couldn't hear me. And I'm not, I can't even remember now what it was that finally got his attention. And I don't know if it was my hand, or if all of a sudden my hand went limp, but something got his attention. And next thing you know, I know I've got gummy bears going down my throat and there's like five of them and I'm trying to chew them and he's stuffing I'm like stop (laughs) I I don't want to choke to death on these gummy bears (laughs) but I needed those (laughs) exactly like thank you but that's enough for right now and I I I had to tell him afterwards it's like okay you know me I typically take little bites Mm -hmm. I don't need five of them in my mouth Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yes being active in that sense of being able to communicate when you're in a scene. And mm-hmm. if you know that you have a hard time communicating, rely on your hands. Because if you can't be like I, this. Well, and, and if, or, if this is the first time that you're going to be scening with a top and you've seen before and you know that you tend to have trouble communicating once you get into subspace, mm-hmm. tell them that before the scene starts. Okay. Right. Because then that way they can be more aware. They can pay more attention, mm-hmm. especially to body language. Right. And things like that. Now, you know, if you've never seen before and you don't know, okay, that's all right. Right. That just means that if something happens in the scene and you're in space and you're not able to adequately kind of get it out, you know, that, hey, th- this hurts or, oh, that's too much or, you know, after the scene, talk with your top, talk with the right. dom, okay? And it's okay to tell them, hey, I've, I, this is, I've never felt this before. This was too much. And if you're not even quite sure how it was too much, but you just is like, this was too overwhelming. This was just too much. I, you know, that's okay. Tell them that, okay? Mm-hmm. A good top is going to take that not as an attack on them. Mm-hmm. Or that you didn't have a good time in the scene or mm-hmm. that they did something terrible to you. Okay. Right. They're going to say, okay, well. Let's break it down. Yeah. Let, let's break it down. Let's try and fix this for next time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or next time we'll take it in, in smaller sessions. And and how are you doing now? 
it, exactly. And stop pause. And, yeah. Pause mm-hmm. and to check in. So, for example, I did some waterboarding play mm-hmm. um, with my dom uh, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and it was a very intense scene. Yes. And we stopped at one point to check in. Like mm-hmm. he actually pulled me up, pulled my face up and was like, how are you doing? Are you OK? And I was able to say, yes, I was still in space. I was still in my la la happy land. Mm-hmm. But I was able to say, yeah, I am perfectly fine. Let's keep going. And and, and the notice of the constant checking of hands. Yes, because in that scene, um, because my head and my shoulders were in a tub of water going underwater and he was holding me down, we had to have a nonverbal way of communicating. So I had my hands tied behind my back and he was holding my hand the entire time. Mm-hmm. And so we had practiced and I had told him that I will squeeze your hand before I am getting to that, oh my God, I have to come up for air now mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like you've got six more seconds before you have to bring me back up. Yeah, or- well, it, it's one of those things like, I because I wanted to give him a little bit of time to know, okay, for his brain to understand, all right, she squeezed my hand. I need to bring her out. Right. You know, because I, I, I didn't want to leave it to the very last minute of, oh, my God, I'm, you know, like, yeah. I need that breath of air now or I'm going to, you know, I feel like right. I'm going to die kind like, of thing. Like, you've got, you've got a window between three and three, three more and six three and five seconds, seconds whatever. To, to get it, to get it before I'm like, Ugh, you know. A- exactly. Because I didn't want, A, to panic. B, I didn't want him to panic. Right. Because, you know, he loves and cares about me. He doesn't want this scene to be something that is traumatic or right. hurting or things like that. Because we're doing this because we want to have fun. We're enjoying it. You right. know, we don't want to take something that's enjoyable and turn it into something that's not. So um, it was a very intense scene. And hearing from some of the people that were watching the scene afterwards were like, it was very intense but also they said it was very intimate because they could see that there was constant communication and trust right between the two lot. of us mm-hmm. you know and right. you know it was it was one of those things that you have to be able to have that some type of communication and, and again dynamic yes and again if this is your first time and you're not quite sure have both a verbal and a nonverbal signal for your top. Probably anyway, just period. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a dynamic, you may have your own, you know, if you've been in a day. Di- yeah. You may yeah. have your, you know, um, own way of doing things, but you should have both. A right. lot of people will focus on safe words, mm-hmm. you know, and so you'll have the stoplight, you know, green, keep going, yellow, I'm mm, getting pause, there. slow down, something's not feeling right. Or red, or I'm getting stop. close to the stop button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for some people, they don't think about a gesture. They just think about the words. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay, too. That That is okay, too. But then you have issues of, for example, um, there I, I've heard a story about a uh, young man who was with a girl, and he had got a safe word, and the safe word was Batman. And... Uh, she he was like he was like you know like she kept trying to say i, I know this story. I, I i know you know this story <laughs> was trying to say the safe word and he's like but she wasn't saying the safe word she was just saying bama, bama. <laughs> and so i just kept going and i'm like no see like that's that's bad because right. you know again if there's a safe word and you're trying to say it and the person can't understand you there should be a secondary like motion gesture hand grip motion whatever you know <laughs> to be able to say hey stop i need to stop right now right, right. you know there should be that that kind of okay you right know. the other thing that i am going to say about being an active bottom or 
submissive. When you're doing your research on people, mm-hmm. what kind of questions do they ask you? Because if you are so-called interviewing a top, a dom, they should be interviewing you. Mm-hmm. And it needs to come back to... It should be both ways. Yes. It, should, it comes back to, okay, so say you want to do, you're coming to me as a dom or mm-hmm. a top for rope. My questions to you are going to be, what do you want to get out of rope? Have you ever been tied? What is your ultimate goal? Then it's going to be, okay, so you want to do this. Okay. Then it would be, we'll communicate on how you want to get there. Today's your scene. How much water have you had? Mm -hmm. Have you eaten? What have you eaten? And if, if you're interviewing people, you ask them, what kind of things do you say to a person before the scene? Or even before you get to that, what do you want to know about me? And if they don't, if they say, I don't need to know anything. You're wrong. That's a big red flag. That's a big red, big red flag. Right because there. if you don't know that I have blood sugar issues, mm-hmm. it's going to be an issue for you when mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a scene and my blood sugar drops and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do then? Exactly. Are you going to leave me in the scene to go get help? Um, no, mm-hmm. you don't ever leave anybody in a scene. Nope. If you're in rope and something goes wrong in rope, what do you do next? Mm-hmm. And if they say, I'll go get help. Uh-uh. No. You should be cutting rope and getting me down. How are you, how are you getting me down if I need down now? And, I, and I, I need down now. Are you willing to cut your rope? Because that's the only way you're going to get me down quickly. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to cut your rope, you're not the person for me. Exactly. And that's a safety thing, guys, for um, people who are doing rope. Um, if you are interested in rope bottoming, if the person that you are doing rope with does not have a cunning implement or um, is you not willing to is cut not their willing rope. to cut their rope. If you said, OK, well, walk away if, if I if I need down, are you willing to cut your rope? If they said, no, I'll just start untying you really quickly. I'll, it'll be fine. I'll get you down. Do not tie with them. Mm-hmm. OK, that is a major, major red flag rope. Like all things we do is a form of edge play. Okay. And it is things we do. Yes. (laughs) But it is one of the more dangerous forms of edge play because it can and has caused nerve damage in the past. It has caused um, injuries from people being in rope too long, being in rope in an uncomfortable way and they couldn't get down quick enough. Mm hmm. Um, you know, there are there are several stories that people have gotten injured and they have, you know, had major problems because their top didn't cut the rope or right. they didn't get down soon enough. You know, now sometimes it's, you know, one of those things. It happens. It's, you know, <laughs> there's a reason that we try and, and practice, you know, um, the things we do, the, the things that we do, you know, there's SSC, safe, sane, consensual, there's mm-hmm. rack, risk aware, consensual kink, there's right. prick, personal responsibility. And how far are they willing to take it? And how far, where, where do they lie in their thought process versus where you lie in your thought process? Because ultimately you are responsible for your own being. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're going to go into something edge playing, there is danger or could be there, to, but knowing that this person has done training. This person knows how to tie. This person, can you even tell me what type of tie there is? What is the what yep. is the one main tie you must know to go forward? 
and if they well i mean it well i just I, I just and, I, yeah i just uh, i just throw a rope on you okay well what type of rope are you using i don't know i just bought it at the store oh, oh. no time out right <laughs> so but it also goes into all kinds of other things i mean i want to know if you are if, if i'm a bottom and i'm looking at you as a top regardless of whether it's rope or it's impact i want to know that like you that. have researched and you have tried to be as knowledgeable as you possibly can be. And if you're learning, great. You can still tell me that you're learning. And I might be willing to work with you on that. And exactly. I mean, I've I've bottomed for someone who was learning how to flog. And this particular person, um, she had a lot to work on because she there was a lot of wraparound mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, the floggers because she was hitting me in not quite the right spot. So, again, it was one of those. I understood going into that, okay, she's learning, this may happen. And then you could coach her later after the scene. Say, okay, this is what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking maybe you probably should move your arm this way a little bit more or something. Yeah, or if you keep hitting that weight, just take a step to the left. Right. You know, like if it keeps wrapping around to my right, take a step to the left, and then that way it won't wrap around. Um, For my my top, uh, my lovely Dom, um when we do impact he has a very bad habit or good habit depending on if you like pain um of hitting the same spot over and over and over i know you're dumb uh-huh and i know that sometimes that's intentional oh i know sometimes that's intentional because <laughs> it's his sadistic side but at the same time he's also told me before too i get bored and i just think to myself hmm, i wonder how many times i can hit that same spot and then he gets up to like 16 times and I have to turn around and be like, okay, daddy, I need you to stop and move to the other butt cheek because uh, we're about to end the scene right now because my right side is on fire. And then he laughs and he's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're not really that sorry. But, you know, again, it's about being able to turn around in that moment and tell him, hey, okay, that, that's a little much for me. Um, and also saying that too, when you are talking about safe words, right? Using your safe word in a scene is not a bad thing, right? Okay, let me say that again. Using your safe word in a scene is not a bad thing. And I say this because I have come across doms before who said, "You don't you don't have a safe word. We're not going to have a safe word." Okay, that's major red flag there. Yes. Number 2, I've come across people who are terrified to say their safe word in a scene. If I if, if I was going to top somebody, now I've never had that urge before, but if I've ever wanted to top somebody and the person I was talking to said they didn't want to use their safe word, I wouldn't play with them. Mm-hmm. I would not scene with them. Right. Because I need to be able to trust that you are going to be able to, to stop to and tell me, hey, this is too much. And not only that, but if you have a say a master slave mm-hmm. couple in a dynamic that comes in and the slave really wants, you know, to be tied. Right. Okay. So they go to Don and they say, Hey Don, will you tie me? I know Don. Don will say, Okay, I need consent from the slave. And the if the master person, whoever is saying, No, no, I'm giving you consent for them. No. No. It doesn't work that way. No. You have to have consent and at least be enough of your own person to be in that scene and take the personal responsibility. And I'm going to add to that, too. Um, the other thing, too. When you're negotiating, when you're talking. Never involve alcohol in the talking. 
Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Most places, most dungeons will have a no alcoholic right. rule specifically for that. I, But I'm just saying, like, even if it's if you're OK, we're at the house and we're talking. Even if you're nervous about it, you need to be 110 percent. Comprehend, co- uh, coherent. Yes. And, you and cognizant to- and being able to consent to this and knowing mm-hmm. exactly what you're consenting to. Right. And it's one of those things where if they are telling you, no, this is how we're going to do it, you need to say no. Mm-hmm. And to me, my point of view, our point of view, say no. You have the right to say no at any time. You have the right to call a scene at any time. And, and if your top says, no, you can't call the scene or I'm not going to stop even if you say the safe word. Point to someone in an event. Say, yep, I need your help. I need this. Mm-hmm. And because he's not stopping and I need to stop. It's okay. I sometimes will beat myself up if I have to call a scene. I yep. hate doing that. I don't like it when I can't finish it. Especially if the scene is looking good. Mm-hmm. Or it's been planned for a really long time. Yes. And so, like, you've got that anticipation built up. And then something happens. Or in, in, in the two, back to a dumb or a top actively asking you, well, how was your week? Well, my week's been super stressful. Okay, do you really want a scene this week? Because if you've had, is it is it going to go accordingly? Are you going to be able to tough through it? Are you going to be mentally okay with it? Are you going to be okay if you have a breakdown in the middle of it? Are you going to be okay afterwards? What kind of aftercare do you need? Do you need aftercare? Do you want to be left alone? What is that? They need to be asking mm-hmm. you those things. And, what do I need to do? And as aftercare a is a big thing mm-hmm. too. You know, so when you are negotiating with a top, you do need to bring up aftercare, especially mm-hmm. if they don't bring up aftercare. Right. You know? And and it, it is one of those things, if they're a dom that doesn't like to do aftercare and you need aftercare, you need to find someone who will help you with the aftercare. You still may be able to sing with that, that dom or that top, but you're going to have to know that I'm going to have to have this person over here to come do what I need to do aftercare-wise. Yep, like, because, you know, all, you know, having a friend there to be like, okay, they're going to be the one that gets me a blanket and water and, you and know, And all the things that needed. And me, the only thing that I need for aftercare typically is I need to be left alone. And I, unless I'm out up talking, whatever, I don't need aftercare. I might need my warmer clothes because after any scene, your adrenaline goes up. And when it, what happens when it, you're done is it goes deck down and you get chilly. Yep. But that's on me. I don't need for anybody to go get it for me. I don't need, the only time I need any kind of aftercare is if my blood sugar drops and I've passed out or I've, I, I need sugar or something. Mm-hmm. I need my, my top to be able to get those things for me because obviously I won't be able to, but they need to be asking you those things. What was your week like? I've had a really good week. I've drank a lot of water. I've been preparing for this. I've been eating healthy. Oh, okay. So you're on this. Okay. We're good to go. You've had a stressful week and you didn't really eat much. You haven't slept. You haven't had any water. All you've had is soda. Yeah. yeah. Now, hy- hydration, we keep talking about drinking water and hydration. I will say hydration thing. is a very big thing. Um, and it's not just for people who are rope bottoming. Okay. It's, no, all, it's, it's for anything. It, it's for anything. Because if you are dehydrated, 
the the more you're dehydrated, the quicker you will um, be to passing out, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, um, the more dehydrated you are, the more likely that you're going to have difficulty in um, come down in in coming down from a scene. Yes. Okay. Or or being able to make it through because your body is going through so much, either the pain from from sometimes even rope, mm-hmm. but from impact or from electric play or from whatever, mm-hmm. and your your emotions in that scene can be tense. So that can be an intense scene for your body. And if your body is not prepared for this and your brain is tired and not mentally prepared because you've had a rough week, Mm -hmm. it may not go accordingly. You may not be in the right frame of mind. If you have planned a degradation humiliation scene with a top and you've not in a good space and and you have had a really tough week, you know, with with family, friends, whatever, and you're just emotionally tapped out, it may not be the right time to have that scene. Right. You know, and it's okay to reschedule the scene. It is okay. And like you said, as a bottom, we can beat ourselves up mm-hmm. if for whatever reason we're not seeming like we planned. Right. You know, we have to stop the scene short. Mm-hmm. But you need to understand that it's okay. Yes. Your top is not going to take it as, you know, a slight against them or mm-hmm. be upset that you can't seen. You know, again, if they're a good top, a good dumb, they're going to be concerned about right. you and say, okay, well, let's not do that this week. Let's do it next week. Right. You know. And and for me, like when I, if I get into rope and this arm's bothering me, well, now that wrist is bothering me. It's too tight around my, my top will stop. And your body's not having it tonight because everything is, is wrong. And sometimes that's okay because sometimes that means that could be, and we're, we're learning that if I'm, if I hate to say it this way, if I'm complaining too much and nothing's right, more than likely I'm going to crash mm-hmm. and we don't need that. So we just, okay, we need to stop. Or sometimes if it's all, if everything's hurting, sometimes my body will, everything will start hurting. Like I can't get into this and my, my, my leg won't move in that position and something's not right here that's my body calling it for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my top will notice it before I do. And sometimes I do. And I have to go, I, I can't finish this scene because I can't even get here without it hurting so much. And and there's a difference between hurting like, ow, that, that pinched me. Can we move it? As into, okay, this is going to kill my arm if I don't move it. I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Or Because again, it's about knowing your body mm-hmm. and knowing when you have your limits and being able to communicate those limits Mm -hmm. to your top so your top understands what your limits are and i'm gonna say this too for example when i first was trying to take on um oh what's the word where you use the flogger Uh, impact impact thank you (laughs) i was like what's that word when i was first trying to decide if i liked impact because it 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 intrigues me so much Mm -hmm. but i can't do it we try and I would cry and he's like it's just it's okay it's just your body's way I'm like no no this this is me crying because it hurts and I don't like it Mm -hmm. but some people it's it's their cry is a good thing yeah so for some people it's cathartic and they want to cry like that's their emotional release yes you know I mean I've cried an impact before and it's okay and but knowing knowing that it's a good kind of cry and and you being able to communicate with your top saying hey I might cry it's okay. Don't stop. But if I give you this gesture, that means I've, I've had too much. Mm-hmm. I've got to stop. I need to be done. And it's okay. Because sometimes, 
sometimes you need to have, I need to have that release of, it's been a rough week and I need you to, to help me get to this release because sometimes it does help people just go, oh. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what you need. But you've got to be able to communicate that. Yeah. Well, and I've, my, my Dom, the first time we ever did Impact, he actually told me, he goes, you are going to be the one to tell me to stop tonight. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. because, and that honestly put the agency of the scene in my hands at that mm-hmm. point, that I was going to be the one to call it and to say, we're done, rather than relying on him to, to just stop, to just, you- to just know. Right, because all the all, because all the impact that I'd had before, um, you know, the guy just stopped when he stopped. Yeah, when you he know, got tired. Yeah, or, or bored, he, or yeah, or whatever. But you know, so to me, that was actually really empowering for me as a sub, as a bottom, mm-hmm. because that was honestly the first time I ever used my safe word. Right, was you know to be like, okay, red, we're done. Right, but I stopped before I actually got to that you know red safe word. I just had decided, you know, okay, like I'm. I'm good. I, we're, mm-hmm. we're okay with the scene being done now. Well, I remember when early on, years back, Don um, had a scene and it went on and the girl said, she, she's like, I just need you to keep going because I need this release. I just keep going. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. And he he was going to keep going and going and hour in oh I looked at him and I said do you need some water because mm-hmm. he would check on her but he wasn't having anyone check on him but n- no one checked on him and yeah. I lo- I'm like and I was trying because I hadn't talked to him about do I need to come check on you every 30 minutes do I need because I, mm-hmm. I didn't never come across that and he's like <laughs> like yes, I need water. And then I'm like, I think it's time you call this. Yeah. Type of look, you know. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's it's like that conversation married spouses can have, you know, the, the yes. conversation with no words. Because because I knew he was giving out, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be good for that person if he keeps going just because. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be quality, and then then we risk him doing something. That it, I mean, like hitting in the wrong spot because yeah, he's and, tired and yes. not. So you know. I was, I gave him the look of, okay, we need to stop. I'm calling it for you, mm-hmm. and and so that's what it is, and that's okay. You've you've got to be mentally at a place where, and he probably could have kept going for a while longer, but I I, I was like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Well, because you care about that. him, you yeah. know, and you didn't well, want and, him to overexert himself, right? And and cause harm to her. I was, mm-hmm. you know. And well, which and, and he wouldn't have let it get, gotten to that point, but I didn't want to take the chance, and I just felt that it was it was a time. Well, and that's the other thing too is not only can bottoms call the scene, tops can call the scene too. Yes, if you know, say say for example, you know, your top has talked to you about a degradation, humiliation scene, whatever. You've had a really great week, but maybe their week's been really bad, yes. and you know, they just aren't mentally in that space where they can, you know, do those mm-hmm. things and say those things to you, and so. They may call the scene and be like, I know you've really been looking forward to this, but I just, I can't do this tonight. And, and that's another thing as you know. an active bottom is going, okay, well, you've asked me about my week. How's yours? Exactly. And checking and unfortunately, with your tops. Even active bottoms sometimes don't always check with their tops. Yeah. And because and, we just assume that, okay, they're, they're here to do this scene. I, I'm assuming they're good, but we need to make sure that we're saying, okay, how have you been this week? Because 
last week, I don't think I would have let Don do any major scenes. Mm -mm. He had a rough week. And there would have been no way I would have let him do any major scenes Mm -mm. at all. Just because of that. And and that that's just me, but as bottoms, sometimes we are like, Oh, I just I just wanna do it. So okay, do it. And and he, you know, was like, Okay, I can, I can push through. But he shouldn't have to. You yep. we should be asking how are you doing type of thing. So with that, active bottoms, talk, 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 talk. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Make sure communicate. That, make sure that your partner understands comprehensive communication. Communication and hydration. Drink hydration, a lot of yes. water. <laughs> so, if you have questions, please email us. Yes, reach out to someone. If you're in groups, ask the admins. Exactly. Reach out to people. Ask anybody. And, any and, kind and of like question. Like Sin said earlier, listen to your gut. Yes. Okay. Go Always with that. listen to your gut. So, with that being said. Have some sinful fun out there. Exactly. Get out there. If you have any topics that you want to hear, please reach out. Mm-hmm. Email us, sinfulladies at gmail.com. Tweet us. All the things. Yep. Hit us up on Instagram. Just yes. come out and find us. We're going to be dropping some more things very soon. It'll be fun. So with that, keep it sinful, ladies. <laughs>